September 29th, 2020 is a date that will live forever in the minds of anyone who is associated with the LaSalle baseball program. It was on that date LaSalle AD Brian Baptiste informed this year's team on a Zoom call that the program, along with six others, would be terminated at the conclusion of the 2021 season. Since then, a group of alums led by former pitcher James Santor have worked tirelessly to reinstate the program and provide stability moving forward. They've had successes and failures, both in and out of the public eye. They've enlisted celebrities to help their cause, and they've seen the administration move defenses on their goals over and over. But now it's the proverbial bottom of the ninth. The Explorers are rallying. They're in first place in their division with a huge series this weekend against St. Joe's, and suddenly there is new and tangible hope of saving the program. Here to tell us about that today is the pride of South Jersey, James Santors. We discuss how we can help save LaSalle baseball. Today's program is brought to you thanks to a kind donation from the Edward Lesky Company, General Contractors. For more than 70 years, the Edward Lesky Company has been committed to doing great business in the tri-state area, projects of all sizes and, and shapes, and call them at 908-686-7272. That's 908-686-7272. Edward Lesky, work smart, work safe, work tomorrow. James, welcome to uh, the very first edition of, uh, of, of our show, our, our not yet named podcast show, but uh, certainly something that, that given the situation at LaSalle, um, something we wanted to get out to, uh, to everybody as soon as possible. Um, so, so give us, I guess, a little bit of a background of, you know, as we were saying before the, the broadcast here, September 28th, you know, got to, uh, we got to, to know our LaSalle guys a little bit, working, uh, giving them a chance to play in the fall. And, you know, September 28th, my, my biggest question about the program was, you know, how is Frankie Alessalt going to, uh, you know, make the majors in a few years? And, uh, you know, now uh, September 29th, things change drastically. So, so kind of fill us in real quick over those last seven months. Yeah. And just before I do anything, thank you so much for having me and honored to be the first guest on the show. And your support, honestly, just from the very beginning was, I mean, you're the type of person that's kept us going because it's been hard at times to be able to like keep pushing along. But People like yourselves have been able to make that a little bit easier. So thank you for that. And it was an absolute whirlwind. Um, I was sitting right where I am right now. And my roommate, Joe Rabert, walked in, knocked on my door when I was on a call for work and said, check your phone. And that's never good. I didn't know what to expect. No, 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 nothing good ever happens from check your phone. I know. And I like I was on mute and I was on video. And I think my entire work team, they were like, what the heck's going on? So check my phone and I see the text. And saw that LaSalle baseball was getting cut along with six other programs. And I think the first thought that popped into my mind on top of trying to finish the work call that I was still on, that I clearly had no, no. ability to uh, pay attention to anymore was what are we going to do? Because I think, again, it was something that I think while we were at LaSalle, just understanding the financial situation, understanding the way the program was ran, it's always a worry. Small colleges, programs have been getting cut for the last few years. Mm -hmm. and I think everybody had always hoped that it would never happen to us. But again, we saw it happen to Temple when we were there. Yeah. And, and we went through it in our in our uh, Sandlot League last summer with uh, with Furman, yeah. uh, South Carolina getting axed. We had a couple of guys, you know, from the Furman program who who very quickly, you know, one went that ended up going to VCU. Another went uh, Logan Kellerman, who's a, a local, uh, went up to Bucknell. But, you know, you see how quickly things can just change. And it's it's the reality yeah. right now. 
Yeah. And, and, and with that, with what you just said for us was like, we have to fight back. And I think fighting back in a sense of fighting back because we love the school and we want what made us love LaSalle to still be there and be able to use that team and use baseball to then grow LaSalle and then obviously grow the program as well. So again, Joe Rabert roommate, he's helped so much with all this and Kevin McGowan, who's my roommate now, um, another LaSalle alum too. Us three really just got to working and figuring out what we can do. So we set up a town hall, I think it was for like two days later, maybe even the day after just to discuss ideas and strategy. Um, and really what came out of that was we need to make people know and care about LaSalle baseball. Because again, we're a Northeast school, uh, school in, a small school in Philly. And I don't know if our brand is national. So it's like, what can we do to make sure people know about this situation? And it was to get PR. And the first way we thought about that was to utilize Barstool because they had just opened up a sports book in Philadelphia or Pennsylvania. Right. And fortunately, somehow we were able to get to, to Portnoy and we did a pizza review. Now, the pizza review was more about raising awareness than, ra was, than it was raising funds, I'd say. Um, in the sense that it was the perfect opportunity to reach an audience of people that love sports and, again, would be a rabid fan of what we were trying to do. And it was amazing. I mean, I think the biggest thing I, I took away from that, especially at that time, was that no matter what happens, those players got the experience of a lifetime to say they were on a Barstool Pizza review <laughs> and got the program highlighted. So it was just one yeah. of those things at the time. It was like, again, everything was so tough, but it was like, this is pretty cool and they're going to remember it forever. So at the very worst, that's what it gave us. We also were able to get two and a half million views off of the video. Listen, yeah. LaSalle baseball was by the, the most viral and most, uh, you know, uh, most publicity, no doubt in the history of the program right there for those first two weeks. Yeah. And it, it was, it was really cool. Again, all the players were so pumped up. Coach Miller was pumped up. The parents were pumped mm -hmm. up. And then the tough thing from there was trying to actually bring it back. And I think that's something that has been an evolving process and has been the most difficult process is not only trying to understand what we need to do and what we can do, but also trying to understand like how to cater to each audience we were working with. And that being the players, the parents, the alumni base, the school, there's so many and the public in general, like there's so many different people that want to know what's going on and wanted to be a part of this, but not every piece of the process was for public consumption. Right. And for me, it's really hard because I wanted to make sure that I can give as many updates as possible while also making sure that we were putting ourselves in the best situation to make this happen. And it was tough sometimes because again, I, I think the biggest thing for me has been the parents because I can't even imagine what they're going through when they had their kids make this decision. So excited to be part of the LaSalle family. Then they get it taken away. Now it's been pandemic. Where are they going to go to school next? How are we going to figure out the financial situation? So all these questions are going through their head and they still are going through their head. So it's been tough, again, to kind of have to give some bad updates, some good updates that turn into bad updates. It's been a, it's been a whirlwind. Um, but I, just everybody that supported us has been there from the start. And even people that have left LaSalle, they're still supporting us. And everybody makes the decisions and never fault anybody for making the decision that feels best for themselves. And, um, but the community we built and the baseball community in general that supported us has been unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, I think to me, it says a lot about the the school, or at least what, in my mind, what the school is, which is the people, that so many of them have waited so long with hopes that something will happen out of all this. You know, some, you know, uh, what we'll talk about soon, uh, you know, way to hopefully magically save all this, and uh, maybe not magic, there's a lot of hard work involved to, to save all this, but... Yeah. 
you know, anything that, that can allow them to stay. You know, nobody really wants to leave, you know, and I think that's been, you know, Coach Miller's team is first place in the A-10 North. As I said, uh, when, you know, this weekend, huge series may, might not be a stretch to say it's the biggest regular season college baseball series in, in, in Philadelphia in the big five in decades. And uh, it's amazing to hear you say that too, because it is so cool from the perspective of an alumni and somebody that I love all my St. Joe's people out there, but we hated St. Joe's playing against them because they're our for it to come down to this. It is just, it is a, it is a perfect story. It honestly is everything kind of just lined up to get to this point. And it is, it is truly the perfect storybook ending is to be playing St. Joe's. Yeah. And, and, and even the, the, the hatred of St. Joe's is still, you know, these are still two. If you look at the four teams in the division, the underdog Philly schools, you know, Rhode Island is uh, gotten the reputation of being a really strong program. And, you know, Fordham's got one of the top pitchers in the country, you know, every weekend going for him. So, so St. Joe's in some ways mirrors LaSalle in that, you know, both to be at the top of the conference is uh, not, not a frequent occurrence. We'll say nicely. Of course. But, but just, really cool to have these things this year and you really hope that 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 that, that you know some some magic happens there you know yeah and again as much as i hate st joe's and i say hate on the field right i love to see them having success too it's awesome for everybody yeah. here and i have so many friends that played at st joe's and again it's just philadelphia baseball is special and i think that's one of the things we've been saying from the start is like this is an opportunity for LaSalle to become a powerhouse in philadelphia and the Northeast in general. I mean, there's not that many opportunities. And I told you before the show, myself, I was a late bloomer. I didn't have many college opportunities, especially at the division one level. And LaSalle was my spot because it was a great academic experience. And I was able to go and at least I was a recruited walk-on. So I had a chance to live out my dream. I didn't even know I was going to be able to make the team. And I worked as hard as I possibly could to do that. But once we got the opportunity and I got the opportunity because local and again, I found out about LaSalle because I was looking for something just like it, a small school to focus highly on academics, but also have the chance to play Division I baseball. And again, there's not many schools in this area for that. So really, it's an opportunity for so many kids in this area who are looking to play at the next level that, again, Temple doesn't have a team anymore. Again, if things stay the same right now, LaSalle wouldn't have a team anymore. So you're really limited on your options. And I Drexel think that's... Drexel lost theirs 20 years ago. Yeah. So it's a real shame for... Their, I mean, and you know better than anybody else, the talent in this area is unbelievable it really is and i think we've continued to see that on a national level and we're seeing it on a professional level as well so there's really really some opportunity opportunity to make what we're seeing on the field this year and take that right. to another level yeah yeah coach miller three straight years top 100 recruiting classes yeah um you know this was going to be the fourth until it kind of you know obviously it was, top uh, 40. It was a top yeah. 40 class uh, for next year so it's like we proved that we can bring people to LaSalle with nothing, honestly. Again, we're it's a bare bones program in the best way, in the sense that everybody's there to play to, to go to school, obviously. But from a baseball sense, you're there to play baseball. You don't have any crazy facilities or technology. Right. Have a you have right. a great turf field in the middle of campus. This isn't Vanderbilt. This isn't South Carolina when it comes to facilities. And I think, but Unless I think you. that's a, that's a good thing though. And I think one thing we've always talked about, even before all this happened, was that we really have a family of LaSalle and everybody that yeah. goes there and, and plays four years, they're there because the personalities are all the same. And the, and the reasons for being there are the same is that we want to work hard. 
We want to play baseball. We want to have fun with our friends. And that's literally it. And I think a lot of schools, it's not like that. Where kids transfer a lot, kids are, are not like, I mean, I can't tell you how close all of us are. We have a wedding next weekend for my roommate in college. All of us are LaSalle guys. I, I think in a way you you can't, not necessarily with words, but certainly with actions, you can certainly give examples of how close everyone was. I mean, just, you know, yeah. we kind of finished this, the beginning, you know, kind of fall stage of this, you know, hearing this traumatic news and, you know, then the viral response and the two and a half million views. Were you overwhelmed in a way just by how the alumni you know, overwhelmed with positive and hope. And I know that there was a lot of hope at that point. And, you know, just the overwhelming feeling of so many people reaching out and, and, and LaSalle baseball meaning a lot to them. Yeah, I think overwhelming is the best way to put it. Um, and I think this entire process has been overwhelming. And I think especially from the video, it was overwhelming in the sense of what's next and handling the school's response to it and handling everything that went associated that was associated with the video and the, uh, the publicity. So overwhelming definitely and I think again everybody was kind of at a standstill of what's next and I think that's when things got tough because yeah that happened so quickly where we get this word out there we're doing it on a national scale sure but what happens next and I think honestly it happened so quickly we weren't really sure we knew we had to raise money we knew we had to be creative but we had to really strategize about what was next after that pizza review all right so you, you hit that beginning overwhelming positive kind of the middle and we'll say middle being like December to April was just kind of tough winter, yeah. man. Tough winter, I'll right? Tell yeah, and yeah. and really, what changed things again is the team. Like they are playing so well this year that their success on the field and the way they've approached everything. And again, such credit to Coach Miller for the way he's been able to corral these guys and make sure that they're channeling all this negative things going on and uncertainty into being the best freaking team in LaSalle history. Yeah, I mean, and that is powerful because it's tough for the narrative to always be like, we need to save the team. We need to do this. It's all about raising money because I think for right now, we're talking about we the, need success, to, the success. We need to save this 12 and 42 team, right? That, that's, yeah. It's not, it's not a great team. Really. Exactly. Yeah. So, so the way they've been playing has made people realize that, Hey, this isn't just some, a bunch of scrubs in, in North Philly. This is a legitimate contender that is playing in the worst of circumstances yeah. You see, you go through the, the, not even the city leaders, the national leaders, and you see uh, Jack Cucinata is the st- uh, among the stolen base leaders, and Ryan Guckin is an uh, extra base hit. And, you know, you've you seen, uh, you know, Tatum Levins the last couple of years. You know what kind of player he is, and Elijah Dickerson. And um, it's, it's so much, I mean, they really are just so talented. And it's, those are the types of players that LaSalle is going to have now and in the future. Yeah, that's where it's the opportunity. Again, they are they would have destroyed oh, yeah. the teams that I was on. Destroyed right. them. That's cool. Right. Yeah. Fra- yeah. I, 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 freshman, but Frankie Ellisold is is a major leaguer waiting to happen. You know, yeah. I said I, I, the September twenty eighth. My question was, what the heck is he doing in 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 the Northeast in in Philadelphia playing college baseball? He's from Florida. Yep. You know, he has Power Five stuff. You know, that's not the kind of kid who comes to LaSalle. You know, that's a that's a five star basketball player playing on the basketball yeah. team. It doesn't happen and it wouldn't happen without without baseball. And then Coach Miller, again, unbelievable job recruiting. And I think, again, a Absolutely. guy like Frank Ellisalt, if you're looking at any Northeast baseball program, or any smaller school baseball program, they have 
self-sustaining success by the players that end up going to the professional level and having success there. Yeah. So Frank and Tatum and all these other guys that have the chance to play at that next level, they're helping build the future of LaSalle from a brand awareness, from a player perspective. And also the hope is once they reach that level and continue to have success, that's great for the program too. So really like great for the school. Exactly. You You either get the value of athletics in that perspective at a small school you know, there's a there's a small school out in Washington State that not baseball, but but basketball kind of rescued the, you know, I mean, it, n- nobody knew what Gonzaga was yeah. up until 1990. Basketball made that difference. And now the baseball team's one of the top teams in the country. You know, and that's and that's what I think is the opportunity. Like, I'm a, I mean, I love LaSalle basketball. I love every sport at LaSalle. Like I again, I'm a diehard LaSalle guy. So I think that there doesn't have that to is be the, that is the most LaSalle stuff I've ever seen in any one place right yeah, there. It really is. Yeah. I made sure I put it all out there. But <laughs> there's more on that side too. But it's true though. Like I, I think there's an opportunity that if we're able to do our job of bringing this back, continuing to grow the program, that's going to help basketball. That's going to help the other sports and help LaSalle as a whole. And a big thing for me, and I'm lucky that I work in sports, I work at 76 Capital and we focus on innovation in sports using technology. So with that, it's made me be able to think creatively about how we can approach this. So again, my whole messaging from the beginning has been, it's not just about baseball. We want to help the school through baseball. So help us bring this program back. Let me and people that I work with help innovate through different curriculum that we can bring into the school to help increase enrollment. Let us help bring in different technology to help all the athletic department as NIL comes to play next year. There's so many opportunities that we can be forward thinking about if we're given the opportunity, aside from just a straight up financial uh, transaction. So that's really where we're trying to pair this money that's coming in, because I understand the situation that the school is in financially. And that's, that's okay. And I think everybody understands that because times are tough. So we want to make sure we can help in that respect, but also help continue to grow in so many different aspects and really change the style through this time right now. Yeah, to to kind of mangle the old metaphor, you you got to, you know, you might have to provide the fish dinner right now. Um, but you, your goal or your thought is let's teach them how to fish too, you know, the players and, and let's make this program self-sustaining so that we don't, you know, Hey, we give a million five and it lasts for three or four years. I don't want to be doing the same thing in four years. You know, I don't want to ever do it. I don't want to have to do this again. (laughs) But yeah, that's, and that's exactly right. Self-sustaining is the perfect way to put it in the sense that we want to make sure that it's growth going forward. We don't want to ever worry about this type of situation. We want to worry about, man, we just built this brand new facility. We need to make sure we, we need to figure out which people we want for the naming rights. We want to figure out what type of awesome technology we want to put in that indoor facility. Like we want to think about those types of things that are really going to help take this to the next level and not the little nuances that come with trying to raise capital just to make sure we can stay alive. And I think there's so many opportunities and we started the LaSalle Legends Foundation to really be able to operate the program in that way of being creative, of utilizing all the assets we have at hand and being able to really take care of that money in the right way, but also be able to hold charitable functions and really give back to the community at the same time. So we created, again, we have the, the vehicle for the self-sufficient arm of the program. We just need the capital to start us off and get us back. And from there, we'll be able to take it and run with it. So everything's in place to go from there. Yeah, so let's let's focus now because we got through the the excitement of September. We got through the eh of the winter, and some some breaking news this in this last week or so. Focus us on where we are right now. We've got the biggest month in LaSalle baseball in in thirty plus years coming up. 
Um, and what can we do? Where are we right now? What do we need to do? And how do we get it done? Sure. So as of today, we're over $600,000 raised, which has been been awesome. Again, just to be able to raise that shows how much people really care about this program. Um, but we, I guess I'll go back. We, we had a presentation in front of the athletic board a few weeks back. And that was an opportunity to really hopefully get the chance to go speak in front of the full board and present our case for reinstatement. Um, so unfortunately, we were turned down at that time, which was very upsetting just because I thought we had brought a decent amount to the table, brought a unique package of, again, money and other things as well. And, you know, it sucked. It honestly, it sucked. And I think for me, it was like, this isn't it. Again, you can't stop trying to do what you think is right. And I think that's what all of us that are working on this have agreed on is that, again, we were turned down, but that was just a, again, that was the one-time thing. Like we were still going to continue to raise money, continue to be creative. And that's what we've done. So with that, we've been trying to raise awareness of, again, where we were at after that time. And through kind of raising awareness of where we were at and getting an opportunity to turn down and with the team's continued success, we were told by internal contacts that, if we raise $1 million, we would at least get hopefully the chance to represent in front of the, the entire board, which would give us an opportunity. And again, I'm pretty positive that given the story we have, given again, a million dollars, given other things we can bring to the table, we could be convincing enough to give them our chance. And then $2 million really give us as, as close of a ch uh, certainty as we can possibly get. And again, nothing's guaranteed. And, you know, the school probably wouldn't say anything about it publicly, but um, uh, you know, through the discussions we've had, we're pretty confident that these are the numbers we need to target and that's and, everything we're doing. Yeah, and those are realistic numbers when you look at a, a Bowling Green, um, who, which went through the, a, a similar, you know, thought the program was going to get cut and and really resolve theirs with, a, I think it was right in between the two, a million and a half. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that, that certainly seems like a legitimate ballpark to, uh, you know, to be considered and, and, and realistically. So what are we... You know, how are we taking donations right now? Um, you know, what can we do here? And I'm going to put another slide up here to uh, to uh, to to really save LaSalle baseball here. And uh, how are we getting the word out? Yeah. So social media is our best friend here. Um, every day we're trying to make sure we post as much as possible. And again, it takes one person to see this and they may be able to want to help us. So I think it's just sharing as many times as you can on social media and on Twitter, it's my handle at James Santor. We're putting everything out on. On Instagram, it's at Save LaSalle Baseball. And again, just the more people that see this, the better chance we have. And we're soliciting donations, or I should say pledges. All pledges are contingent upon the program being reinstated. So there's no money changing hands until that happens. Yes, it's not a, it's not a money laundering, uh, you know. It's, I mean, this is, uh, you know, you're doing it the right way. Yeah, uh, there's, there's no ill intent at all. As you can tell by, like, my college dorm looking room right now, I'm <laughs> not taking your money for any negative reasons. But again, we're just trying to raise as much as we can to bring to the board and give us ourselves our best chance. But the unique way we're approaching this is that we have the traditional pledges, um, which is again, if you care about this cause, you want to donate pledge, please do. But also from the corporate sponsorship opportunity. Yeah. Um, and like, I know you've been to the Hank before, you know how big the fence is. There's a lot of opportunity. There's for a lot of opportunity for sponsorship. Yeah. It's uh, yes, there it's, is. It's, you know, it's, it's, and it's such an important way for a couple of reasons to get, you know, that involvement and that level of commitment from the community, but, but also the, you know, that that's just a source of revenue that, 
you know, it, it is a tough time for schools. It, it you know, you, you know, I, I, I think that programs should be some, at least some level of partnership, you know, and, and to get that sort of buy-in from the community. But, but that also, again, it's not a short-term commitment at that point. It's there's long-term stability, right? I mean, and again, you know, yeah. you, you know, when coach Miller, let, let's, you know, let's, let's say for the sake of everybody being happy that they reinstate the program, right? If there's no long-term commitment to stability, the first thing other coaches are going to be like is why LaSalle, they, they just canceled the program, right? Yeah. So, I mean, this, you know, to get that commitment from the community, to get that long-term, you know, there's so many opportunities with what yeah. you guys are doing. Yeah. And I think the big thing for me, and again, I've learned so much from my job and I, I just want to thank Wayne Kimmel and Chad Center and the rest of the team at 76 Capital for making me think like this and teaching me everything. But there needs to be a return on investment for whoever wants to get involved. Mm -hmm. So for people and companies that want to get involved, let's talk because I want to work for you in the same way you'll help us right now. So if you want to put your name on our fence, put your name on our fence and I will make sure that everybody knows that you are doing that. And I will make sure that you get such great PR out of that, that it is well worth X amount of dollars you're putting into it. And that's replicable across the entire outfield wall, the scoreboard, the dugouts, hopefully an indoor facility in the future. We want to build this yeah. thing out with it's companies. We, we want to be LaSalle. Like I, I was a business student. I was a finance student. 23 of the kids on the team right now are business students. We understand this stuff. We want to integrate business and be as creative as possible. And I think that's a huge opportunity for LaSalle, especially as I mentioned before, name image likeness is going to go into effect next year, most likely. And players are going to, be able to profit off their own name, image, and likeness. I mean, yeah. this is, can be the step into the direction and give companies and this school an opportunity to understand and start thinking ahead, which helps with recruiting, helps with brand awareness and publicity. So let's do this. Let's be creative and let's put your name, your company on the ball, and let's blast it out there and make sure the world knows about it. I think, and, and I know that, that we're approaching it in a similar way with, with the, uh, the Generals LLC, the, the, the two teams, and, and what we plan to do beyond this year is we're not looking for sponsors back in the 1970s, 1980s definition of sponsors. Give me $200, I'll put to give you a team picture, and we'll print your name in on the uniforms. Yeah. So if you we're see a pizza shops. Yeah, we're looking for, for partners. Yep. And it sounds like that's what you want partners that are invested in LaSalle baseball that will make LaSalle baseball grow. And, and honestly, at this point, continue to grow because, you know, as you see where the program is right now, it hasn't been here in at least a generation. Yep. And it's, you know, it's got a chance to kind of go or go, you know, like this, yeah. you know, that, you know, there's my charts and graphs right here. That's about <laughs> as much as I can do, but. Um, yeah. And, and like you said too, like, it's more than baseball. It really is. And I think that's for the partners that want to work with us. I hope that they would realize that too, because we want to use baseball as the beacon of hope for the community and for honestly, just a school and baseball in general. Like this is more than just at least LaSalle baseball. This is a way to prove to people that instead of cutting programs, instead of getting rid of, you know, programs like this that have 40 kids that want to be here, that they can be a part of something that's changing the way people are thinking about business, colleges, everything in general. And I think, again, the community aspect, we have so many plans for ways to integrate LaSalle baseball into the local community in Philly and elsewhere, and really make sure that we're doing our part to like share all the great learnings we've had and all the great experience we've had with those who may not ever have that chance. So I think that's, again, where if you're a company and you're looking to do some awesome charitable work, think about doing it with us because we wanted to put that money to work and it helps more than one cause. 
James' email right on the uh, on the screen here. Again, that's the best way to get you, right? I mean, directly. Yeah. And same thing with Twitter, Instagram. Message us. We'll we'll get back to you. Um, again, if you just search my name, if you can't find it, I'm sure you'll find a way to contact me in some way. But yeah, we'll we'll make sure we get back to you. And anything helps. Again, it doesn't need to be monetary. Spreading the word, telling your friends about it, whatever it is. The more people that know about hashtag Save Us Out Base, the better chance we have. And it's been, I just like, I do want to take the chance again to thank every single person, especially people like yourselves that have just been massive supporters that have seen this and have said, you know what, this is, this is a good cause. Cause again, a lot of these people that have been helping us have no affiliation with LaSalle baseball and they just see a group of kids that deserves this opportunity, um, especially because they've held up their end of the bargain to the fullest extent. And it's, I, I do, I just keep saying, I think it's the best thing for the team that they've seen this public support. And I really hope it keeps pushing them and they can continue to make noise because it, as an alumni, it is so much fun to watch. And I wish I was doing it with a little bit more uh, stress-free lifestyle, but it is, I'm so proud of them. And it's, it's really like the coolest thing ever to have them do this on, on a year like this. So I'm, I'm super proud. Next time we have you on is about four weeks when it's our getting ready for our NCAA tournament watch party, right? Watch party. I'm going to be there. I'll sneak in if I have to. Excellent. Let's hope. Let's hope. It's uh, exciting times yep. at, uh, at the Hank. Um, yeah. This weekend, four against St. Joe's. Four against Fordham the following weekend. Get to watch a pro uh, pro prospect. Uh, uh, for LaSalle take its, its best licks against him, uh, yep. Matt Polsky. And then four more against St. Joe's. Like I said, this is, uh, this is exciting times for the program um on the field and let's let's you know what you're doing is hopefully going to make it exciting times off too yeah and again i i think i think they're going to be able to continue this this uh this run and i'm just so excited to continue to watch it because get through all the stress through everything going on being able to watch them have success it always puts it into perspective and makes it worth it because again that's what we're working so hard for and you know this is none of our full-time jobs of the people that are working on this project and again it can be super time consuming and extremely stressful but again watching their success literally like it makes all of it go away so again yesterday i was able to go to the field and catch up with some of my buddies there and again it just makes everything feel feel good so i'm excited to hopefully get to watch them this weekend in person and support the guys and i love them all so go explorers and they're gonna hopefully destroy the hawks this weekend James, thank you. The uh, pride of South Jersey, as I said, uh, appreciate you taking some time here to uh, to be with us on our first show. Um, look forward to having you back again soon. Uh, maybe I'll have the graphics going by that point. Uh, but <laughs> good job, man. It was awesome. Yeah, 2016 uh, LaSalle alum James Santor. Uh, thank you for watching the, the show today. Brought to you again by Edward Lesky Company and uh, and Go Explorers. Thank you so much again. You're the man.